Hello, this is TCP White. I am on a mission to positively change the world. In the past four weeks, we have been discussing the real tests or the real temptation. We have done an exposition through scripture of how Satan tempts us, trying to make us to fall or to sin against our God. And the essence of this is to expose the strategy of the devil. Scripture says in Romans 2, 11, that we should not be ignorant of the devices or the strategy of the devil. There is an approach that Satan has maintained from ages past on how he tempted. He tempted Adam and Eve through the same means. He tempted Jesus and is still tempting today and it will continue until the end of time. And we have seen that strategy by the grace of God through revelation. We have exposed it in the past four weeks. We want to now do a summary of all. Please take time to listen to all four and ask questions where you need to. We took our text from Matthew chapter 4, verse 1 to 11. In the opening salvo, verse 3, the Bible said that Satan came to Jesus and asked him, if you are truly the Son of God. And we said that this sentence or this statement is an attempt of Satan to discredit God before Jesus. Because in Matthew 3, 17, the Lord had said concerning Jesus, this is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. And Satan coming to Jesus asked him, if you are truly the son of God, do this or do that. This is what Satan always does. God tells you something in your secret. I will do this for you. I will make this of you. I will take you this place. And then Satan begins to throw situations around you to test the word of God, to discredit God before you. And we said, if you allow him, if you allow Satan to discredit God before you, if you begin to doubt God, Satan has won the battle. So we said that it is important for us to stand fast, irrespective of situation, to hold on to the word of God and make God true. The scripture says that God cannot lie. It is of, it is of two immutable things of which it is impossible for God to lie. God is not a man that he should lie. So God will never lie. His core nature is fidelity or faithfulness. And I hope that you will stand firm when the time comes. The second one talks about the lust of the flesh, the craving of our physical nature. Satan said to Jesus, turn this stone to bread, turn this stone to food. Remember in verse two, the Lord Jesus was hungry. So it was natural for him to eat when he was hungry, but not to the yielding not to yield to his physical craving. Jesus, in responding in verse 4, said we must live by the word of God and not by food. We must not allow ourselves to be driven by our physical craving. Jesus and Satan there were talking figuratively to mean everything that has to do with our physical craving. That is what the loss of the flesh is. Everything that satisfies our flesh is the loss of the flesh. Whether it is drinking or food or sexuality, Whatever it is that satisfies our physical self, that is our, the loss of the flesh. And we have said that it is not good for any human being, let alone a Christian, to live and be led by the craving of the physical nature. We must live above it because we are more than that. You are not your flesh. You are a spirit and you live in the body. So you must be able to keep your body under subjection and don't let it drive you in any way. The other temptation there, taken from verse 6, is the pride of life. The attempt to prove a point or to use the anointing of God in you 
to showcase to the world that I am a son of God, I am great, I can jump up from this place and nothing will happen. I can do this in the name of God. And we say that it is wrong for anybody to engage in such. You are not in a business or in a mission to be proving a point to anybody. Don't threaten people with your anointing. Don't threaten people with your Christianity. Don't try to prove a point. Let God fight for you. Humble yourself before God and the Lord will show himself strong on your behalf at every point. Don't be in the business to say, ah, if I go to this place, nothing will happen. Even when you don't have the backing of God, you want to now put God in such situations where the Lord will have to, you know, stand for you even against his own will. Brethren, the Lord does not always do that. You will be shocked that you will be on your own. The other part again, which is taken from verse 8, we saw two temptations there. The lust of the eyes, talking about greed, covetousness. The Bible says Satan showed Jesus the kingdoms of the earth. He showed him, let him see it with his eyes. And then said to him, if you only bow down to me, if you commit idolatry, I will give you all of these things. And we said the kingdoms of the earth, there which Satan showed to Jesus, talks about the seven mountains of influence, the mountain of governance, economy, education, media, entertainment, family, religion, and the likes. And Satan said, if you want all of this thing, I will give them to you only in exchange for your soul. And we said that it is not good for people to give their soul in exchange for the glory of the earth, that it is only in serving God that the Lord will give you these things. The Bible says, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and the kingdoms of the earth shall be added to us. So it is only in serving God that we can inherit the kingdom of the earth, not in exchange of our soul. Thank you for listening. God bless you. I am TCP White on a mission to positively change the world.